deserve the glory. Well, good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Karskett, Christian Center, Shreveport. As always, our daily podcast here from Louisiana, the United States of America. So glad you're with us. I had a dream. Surprise, surprise. Prophetic dream. It's an awakening dream. And the Lord is calling the church to awaken to something that's on his heart right now. We're watching it play out in the earth right now. All right, let's tune in. You deserve the glory. You deserve the glory. We lift our hands, Father. We lift our hands. We bless your holy name. You deserve the glory. You're great and greatly to be praised. Amen, isn't he? Well, welcome to our daily podcast again. It is Tuesday. It's the 16th day of April 2024. Can you believe it? Already halfway through the month of unraveling, and it has unraveled. (laughs) Yesterday, I shared a little bit about the Prince of Persia, the battle that's going on with Iran uh, through the Islamic regime there being used by that spirit to attack God's purposes, which is in the covenant Israel, the land. And so, you know, obviously it's on my heart. It's a passion of mine to pray. And I'm very engaged in that lobbying our, our politicians to stand with Israel. We've seen some breakthrough, even as I record this, uh, our politicians are, are finally awakening to some things and say, look, we better stand with these people that with this type of unprovoked attack and they say, well, I was provoked because they went and took out those generals in, in, in Damascus. Now, remember, that general they took out played a role in the October 7 attack uh, by Hamas. He helped plan it. So we're not talking about some innocent bystander. We're talking about somebody that was totally engaged in evil, perpetrating evil against innocent children, innocent ch- uh, citizens in Israel. So we're not going to ignore that and not going to play into that narrative that they're trying to create. Well, so I had a dream Tuesday, well, it'd be, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Monday morning. As I was awakening, I was in a strong dream and my phone, I have, you know, I was in my dresser right next to my bed and I hear the alarm go off and to, I know the alarm and it's waking me up and I'm, and then I'm, as I'm waking up, I, I think, wait a minute, I don't get up this early. And besides that, I don't even, I didn't even set the alarm. So why is it going off? And anyway, I I grab my phone. It's not, it's not going off. I look at the clock. It's 601. And the Lord clearly says to me, Isaiah 61, verse one. And that whole passage of Isaiah 60, he said, I want you awake. I want you praying into this. Well, you know why God never slumbers nor sleeps? Uh, because he keeps people awake to pray for what he needs to pray, have prayed. Now, this is the goodness of God. That's what intercession is, guys. He tells us what to pray, and we pray. I know that sounds robotic. It's not. It's a joy. I get to participate with him. And here's the kicker. Here's the beauty of it. I now know what's on his heart. Because he's not going to ask me to pray something that's not on his heart. It's something that's burning within him. It's something that is on 
his agenda, not mine. I have my own agenda. I'm thinking of all the things I need to do this day. I need to do this and do that and go see this person, see that person, go do all these different activities. And he's waking me up and saying, no, this is on my heart. This is my passion today. Will you pray with me, son? Yes, sir. <laughs> on the job. And I, I did a live stream yesterday. I did a, a prayer call with uh, the team I work with, Clay Nash's uh, Josiah Company. We did a prayer call. We're trying to stay on the forefront of what God's saying concerning this issue. And you know this passage. I don't have to read it to you, but I will. Rise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Now, we know this is about Israel. And, and, the, and the point of this whole passage is because darkness will cover the earth and deep darkness to peoples, but the Lord will rise upon you and his glory will appear upon you. This is a promise to Israel. In the midst of the deepest, darkest days we have, I don't know that it could get any darker than having over 500 war um, uh, weapons being shot at you ballistic missiles, cruise missiles, drones, uh, on and on it goes. Some of these were huge. I saw pictures of some of these missiles, these these uh, ballistic missiles, 30 feet long. I mean, they're like what we'd see nuclear bombs go off on in years past. This is how big these these uh, weapons were sent against them. But it says, lift up your eyes round about and see and gather, and they all gather together, come to to you, your sons will come from afar and your daughters will be carried into their arms and then you will see and be radiant and your heart will thrill and rejoice because the abundance of the sea will be turned to you and the wealth of the nations will come to you. Now, here's what's about to happen. In America, hopefully this week, we're going to be passing bills uh, in our legislative branches, the Senate and the Congress, and send them billions of dollars. What's it say? The wealth of the nations will come to you. Did you ever look at it that way? You understand God is going to take care of them to make sure they can protect themselves. And that's what it is. He, he is sending protection that way. So Isaiah 60, let's just get into that. I, if you, if you don't mind, I may take a couple of days on this because I think it's critical. It gave me a dream. You woke me up. It must be critical, right? <laughs> There's a prophetic message that's given in this Isaiah 60, and really you have to go all the way to 63. They're kind of together. But it, it will transform Jerusalem both spiritually, financially, relationally, politically. And this passage here, these passages, uh, you know, elaborate what God's promised them, that he's going to transform Jerusalem and all the nations. So look, the prophecy of a move of God in Jerusalem or in Israel is a picture of a move of God in the nations. This is it. Back to Jerusalem, there's a whole movement in Asia of sending missionaries and prayer warriors to pray for the salvation of Jerusalem. In Isaiah 60 through, verse, uh, through, through chapter 62, is one of the most detailed prophetic description of Jerusalem's glory and its destiny. And, and Isaiah 60 describes Jerusalem filled with God's manifest glory. The, the people are happy. There's great wealth. And then you go on to 61, we're getting into the anointed one of Israel, transforming the glory of Israel to the nations. And in 62, sets forth the, the anointed one. That's the one we've been praying into, the passion for Jerusalem, the beauty he imparts to her. Remember, uh, he'll not be silent until Jerusalem is a praise in all the earth. And then we go on to Isaiah 63, where he destroys the Antichrist armies that are surrounding Jerusalem. We get into that battle as well. So God's manifested glory resting on Jerusalem will result 
in Israel bringing blessing to all nations. Come on. When they're blessed, we're blessed, which will fulfill God's promise to Abraham and to his seed. Now remember, we're joint heirs, right? That's what it tells us in Scripture. We're joint heirs through Christ Jesus, right, of the heirs of Abraham. And the, all the families of earth will be blessed. That's what he told Abraham in Genesis 12, verse 3. And his commission to Moses was that Israel would be a kingdom of priests. That's Exodus 19, 6. And that we are witnesses to all the nations, Genesis 43, 10, and to bring the nations to God, uh, Genesis 49, 6. I mean, Exodus, I'm sorry. Those last two packages, passages were in Exodus. All right, are y'all getting this? So. If we look at this way, in Isaiah 60, Jerusalem is filled with the God's glory, the joy, and the wealth that they need. The first part of that chapter is God's glory will attract the nations to Jerusalem. Now, right now, they are being attracted to it because why? There's injustice coming against it. Now, if you didn't watch the, the news of what happened in this attack against Israel, there was an attraction because of the Abrahamic cords that were done under President Trump, but Jordan, Saudi, UK, America, other nations were partnering. They were attracted to protect Israel in this battle. And so we keep reading that chapter, the nations will serve God's purpose for Jerusalem. And then we see the contrast of the city of Jerusalem. Then we get in chapter 1, and we talk about the anointed king who transforms Jerusalem and the nations, transforms them in every way, repairs everything that's broken. So what's going to happen, or what will happen in fullness when Jesus returns is occurring in part now in an increasing way. We know that. Jesus, now listen to me. This is why I think the Lord woke me up with this dream and gave me this time, this scripture. Jesus is zealous for Zion, for Jerusalem, and will return to live there. It's his hometown, if you want to say. I know he's, he wasn't, he's born in Bethlehem, but I'm telling you, it's where he thrives. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I long to gather you like a mother hen gathers her chicks. Isn't those the words of Jesus? It is. He said, I, and, and, and personally, if he's zealous, if he's going to wake me up at 6.01 in the morning, I want to be zealous for whatever he's zealous for. His eternal purposes are Jerusalem-centric. The interesting, that's, his, that's where he's focusing. So we study Jerusalem to cultivate an understanding and love for it because it's so important to Jesus. And right now, he's telling me, you have a lot of issues, son. You're dealing with a lot of things. But right now, son, listen to me. This is on my heart. I want to see Jerusalem changed. I want to see Israel changed so that the nations will be drawn and the end time revival will come. I had a dream years ago that uh, I, I, I saw a revival, the end time revival coming from the Jordan River, which is up at Mount Her uh, Hebron, you know, north. Uh, if you hear Jed, I'm outside recording today. But it, 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 I saw this river come down and I knew in the dream it was the end time revival. And it was going, it went through the Galilee, because that's what happens to Jordan, and then it goes south, you know, it goes all the way to the Dead Sea. But it went to Jerusalem, and it hit the Wailing Wall, or the Western Wall as we know it. And it just got stuck there. And I knew that it wanted to get to the Dead Sea, because that's the Ezekiel prophecies, which is 
teeming life, fish will come back to that. And I've had another dream about that. I'm not going to get into it right now. But that's where we're headed. And I knew this. He said, take care of the, the widows and the orphans. And I knew it was a prophetic word about dealing with those who need help in that land. And that we do. We support so many ministries that do that. Okay. So I want to be zealous for what he's zealous for. And we're studying this because we want, we, we know this is something that, that Jesus loves. We study it because it's important to him. Zechariah 8, 2 and 3, I am zealous for Zion with great zeal, he says. I will return to Zion and dwell in the midst. That's what the prophet is saying. Shouldn't we be saying the same thing? In Isaiah 66, 6, 66, 10, I'm sorry. Rejoice with Jerusalem, all you who love her. Rejoice for joy, all you who mourn for her. Rejoice, right? For who? For Jerusalem. So we can ask the Holy Spirit to let us see and let us feel what he sees and feels about Jerusalem. This is where God's heart is right now. We got Passover coming up next week. That's why I think he's talking to us about this right now. Something major is going to happen, I believe, in the next week or so. And we've got to be on the wall. Be those watchmen, as it says in Isaiah 62, which we've been telling you every time we get together, on your walls of Jerusalem, I have appointed watchmen all day and night. They will never keep silent. You who remind the Lord, take no rest for yourselves and give him no rest until he establishes and makes Jerusalem a praise in all the earth, not just in, in for the Jewish people, but in all the earth. Okay, so what's going to happen? Let's build on this. I'm almost out of time. But as we look at this, God is going to attract his glory. His glory is going to attract the nations to Jerusalem. That's what's going to happen. God's manifest glory will powerfully attract nations and their top government leaders to come to Jerusalem, to worship, to be taught. We know this is part of the millennial too, but, but Jesus will, will do this. And the people will bring their wealth and they'll build up the city. Now that's the ultimate goal. But look, if this is on the heart of the Lord right now, shouldn't it be on our heart? Shouldn't it be where we're burning right now? If he's building and establishing this in the spirit, and he's saying, this is important to me, arise, shine right now. Your light has come. Look, how close are we to some end time events? To me, these are signs to us that God is saying, look, this is on my heart. I want it to be on your heart because we're moving into a new time and season. Awaken my people. That's what I feel like he's telling me. And I know you guys are awake. But may he use us to awaken others. May our heart burning for what it burns for him be a part of that. Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll add a little bit more tomorrow. Please come and join me. Father, I thank you right now for what is occurring in the earth is important to you. That, Lord, it's not just about a battle between the Prince of Persia and Israel and the Michael the Archangel and all this. That, those are important, I know. But, Lord, what's important is that the nations be drawn to the light of your glory and we say to Israel arise shine your light has come and the glory is risen upon you right now let it arise upon us too who are being used to share the good news of what Jesus did for us but also what he did for Israel and the Jewish people and all the peoples of the earth in the name of Yeshua amen and amen alright join me tomorrow Welcome each one of you to our daily podcast. So glad you joined us, reminding you that our Olive School of Ministry, we've been announcing it, we're taking applications for our fall 2024 semester. 
We start. It's a one-year program. You can go to our website, olifsm.org. That's olifsm.org. And you can learn about that school if you're interested and you know somebody that would like to be a full-time student. Also, if you live in the Shreveport, Bossier area, you can join and just be a part of it there. You don't even have to be full-time. So have a great week in the Lord. We love you guys. Bye-bye.